millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Would it make you a jerk if you didn't want to pack a lunch for your stepdaughter? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for embarrassing my sister's friend and making her feel unwelcome? My sister, cousin, and a couple of friends came over last night after work. My sister brought a friend of hers I'd only met a few times that I've never had an issue with. At one point, I went to the bathroom, and the ladies were in the living room calmly enjoying wine. When I came out, my sister's friend was in the kitchen arguing with my son. I asked her what she was doing. She said my son went into the kitchen to get food, and she told him to wait until I came out of the bathroom to ask me for permission. I stared at her for a second and then said, Who the freak are you? You don't live here. He does. Who are you to tell him he can't go in his own kitchen? She looked surprised and said she was trying to be helpful. I repeated my question of why she thought it was okay to tell someone they can't use their own kitchen when she's a guest in someone else's house. She dodged the question and then brought up that she's a teacher, which isn't even relevant, and sometimes kids try to get around rules. I asked her what that has to do with anything. I then asked who even gave her permission to go in my kitchen. She said she followed my son in. I said, so you think my son needs permission to go in his own kitchen? But you can go wherever you like in my house without invitation? So you have more rights here than he does? She said she didn't feel welcome anymore and was leaving. She went back in the living room, grabbed her bag and walked out. My sister asked what happened and I explained that she had a disagreement with my son. My cousin and some of the other ladies said they thought it was strange she followed him into the kitchen and had been wondering why she did that and thought her motive was weird as heck. My sister and a couple of other ladies said her behavior was perfectly normal and I was unnecessarily hostile to her. My cousin said, But why would you confront a child you don't know instead of saying something to the aunt who's right there? That's so weird. Everyone but my sister acknowledged that part was weird and we all moved on. Later, my sister confronted me privately and said she was upset I chased off her friend. She said she really likes this woman and that I was way over the top in the way I spoke to her. I can be a little extra when it comes to defending my kid. So was I a jerk? Personally, I think OP's definitely not the jerk. I say even if OP's kid went in there and grabbed the bag of marshmallows and walked right out with a whole bag of marshmallows, she would still be in the wrong for trying to confront the kid. I mean, I don't know how old this kid is. I mean, I guess there are some things in the kitchen that they could theoretically get into. But yeah, mention it to the ants. Don't confront them yourselves and like walk out of the room. I'm of the opinion she should have let it happen. And if the kid did get into something, it would be their parents' responsibility to deal with it after they get back. Do you guys agree? I'd like to know what you guys think. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for having a celebration dinner after my brother's divorce? My brother just got his divorce finalized. No one in the family liked his wife. She was not a nice person, i.e. she'd ask for ideas on what to spend his money on, 
was the type of person that celebrated her birthday for two weeks and expected everyone to do the same. There were many arguments over that when people in our family didn't show up for each and every event she planned or wore the shirts that she'd made for her birthday, interrupt when people were talking to talk about herself, go running to our mother anytime she asked for something and my brother told her no. The tipping point was when our mother was going through chemo. She had issues with her feet swelling and would elevate them while resting on the couch. The one time we all came to visit, my brother bought his wife and she just took the pillow out from under mom's feet to use it in the chair she was in because she was tired. Aside from expressing our concerns when they first started dating, we never said anything to him and tolerated her for his sake to not push him away and just griped amongst ourselves. Now they're divorced. The day that it was finalized, I took my brother out for dinner and invited some of our friends that hadn't been able to see him because of his wife. While we were at the restaurant, I toasted his new chapter in life. Someone said, real classy, and it turned out one of ex-sister-in-law's friends now works at the restaurant. We finished our dinner, left, went out for a while longer. I got home and while watching a show with my wife, my phone was going off with notifications. All messages from my ex-sister-in-law chewing me out for celebrating their divorce. Since my wife wanted to know who was messaging me, I showed her the messages and she's of the mind that, while she understands why no one liked my ex-sister-in-law, celebrating their divorce and toasting it was a jerk move. She thought I'd been exaggerating when I said I was taking my brother out to celebrate. It's been a few days and my wife is still shaking her head at me over it. Am I the jerk? Nah, they just want to rain on your parade, you're celebrating, you're having fun. Unless the formerly wed one is having an issue with what you did or what you said, you're 100% in the clear here in my opinion. Our next story is, am I the jerk for being angry that he turns the fans on him every night and away from me? This is incredibly ignorant, but regardless, it's a newfound rage. I have thyroid disease, and due to this, I'm roasting hot to a point of having difficulty breathing darn near constantly. The only comfort I have is my fan. We have two garage fans, one for my husband and one for me, that are small but throw off really cool air and work exceptionally well. We aren't allowed to stick an AC in the window or have our windows open at all until June, per our lease agreement. $50 fee for every time they see a window open before June, as well as different fees for putting an AC in prior to June, because heat is included in rent. When I go to sleep at night, my fan is pointed directly at me. My husband goes to bed much later than me and lately I've been waking up at 2 to 3 a.m. drenched in sweat and both fans pointed towards my husband who is cocooned in two blankets. He gets cold easily. So basically he has both fans on him for no reason. I'm quite admittedly becoming infuriated with waking up this drenched in sweat to a point of feeling like I peed the entire bed. It's disgusting. I feel filthy and I'm uncomfortable and it's for no reason. As I said, because he's wrapped up in two blankets with both fans while I have no blanket on me, no fan, and I'm drenched. I asked him to stop, and originally he tried blaming the cats for knocking it to the fan and making it move, which is possible. They are your typical cats who love being dinks and knocking things over, but this wasn't it and I found that out quickly. As I wasn't fully asleep one night and felt the fan off of me randomly and watched him put the fan to his side of the bed. I told him sleepily, he'd better put my fan back, and he did immediately, no question. That was the only night I woke up with the fan still on me, so I moved the fan. 
The way our room is set up is our dresser is off on my side of the bed and our office set up. Computers is at the end of the bed. Our room's large. I moved my fan to the dresser and pointed directly on me. I woke up at 3am this morning and found my fan halfway moved down the dresser and kitty cornered to hit my husband and not me. I was freaking livid. I absolutely lost it. I told him to get out of the bedroom and go sleep on the couch in pure rage because he's being selfish and making me uncomfortable by putting both fans on him while he's wrapped in two blankets and making me sweat my butt off. He keeps trying to say I'm a jerk and it's not him. It's the cats, I swear. But I truly don't buy this excuse because I physically caught him once already moving my fan off me. Am I the jerk? I'm just having a really hard time figuring out why this guy is so insistent on lying here. I mean, how many fans does it take before you can finally just have your own? Do you need to have three fans running all night? I feel for OP because it seems like they're trying to be honest about it and have a discussion about it, but it just keeps getting ignored. If I were OP, I would go and buy yet another fan and be like, I'm just going to continue to buy more until I can wake up one morning and have a fan actually pointed at me. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to continue paying rent when I buy my own house? My boyfriend, 31-year-old male, bought a house this year, which is an unprecedented achievement in our country. He earns five or six more times than I do, 27-year-old female, and we usually split everything in half. Lately, I've been calling attention to the fact that I'm supporting more expenses, but I gave him a discount since he was going to buy a house. Recently, he bought a house and has asked me to move in with him. However, he's also asked me to pay a symbolic rent, which is essentially the same amount I'm currently paying for rent elsewhere. Additionally, even though he's hired someone to clean the house, I know that I'll still be responsible for a lot of the domestic tasks. At first, I suggested that I pay for all the utility bills such as electricity, gas, water, and internet, as well as food expenses, but he didn't agree and we had a disagreement about it. Eventually, I agreed with him that it would be simpler to pay a fixed amount instead of splitting the bills and creating any entropy. The discussion has become more intense, because I mentioned that I'll be able to buy a house by the end of the year. I explained that it wouldn't make sense for me to continue paying him rent if I have my own place. I suggested that we find a solution that works for the both of us. However, he thinks he's being overly generous and he says that I would still be benefiting by paying that amount. Since I've been with him, I've had very high expenses and I've told him several times that I can't keep up with his lifestyle and that he should support some costs, at least half, because I currently don't have the capacity to handle both expenses. He works very hard to make real money and from the start of our relationship, I've been the one taking care of the domestic chores, cooking for him, and helping out with grocery shopping. When we go out to eat, we split the bill, and I don't mind doing all this for him because he's amazing. He expressed gratitude for my efforts, but also stated his hope that I wasn't doing them expecting financial gain. He went on to share his vision for the future, stating his preference for separate accounts and everything being kept separate. He suggested that I live in his house by paying rent to assist him with his credit, but emphasized that the house would always remain his property. He also mentioned that even with children, he would like everything to be equally divided. I explained to him that I can't keep up with his lifestyle as I won't earn as much as he does. However, he became skeptical and hurt, implying that I'm only with him for his money and calling me an idiot for not understanding the situation, for not seeing things as they are. 
My friends have told me that he's taking advantage of me and that I'm just a convenience for him now. I'm starting to wonder if they're right. Should we be more individualistic in our approach to finances? Or should we work together to build a good life and acquire property? Am I the one being unreasonable here? This guy's definitely trying to take as much advantage of OP as possible, in my opinion. It sounds like they want everything and charging a fee on top of it from OP. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling a classmate a runt? This happened right after a study group session. One of mine and my boyfriend's roommates is in the class and is autistic and everyone knows he is. We'll call him Rob. There's another girl in the study group who isn't my friend but more of an acquaintance. We'll call her Leah. My friend mentioned to me as we were getting ready to walk to the bus that he had plans to ask out our downstairs neighbor and asked me for advice. Leah butted in and said that he shouldn't ask our neighbor, who she's never met, because that would make the neighbor, that again, Leah has never met, feel uncomfortable and unsafe. I told Leah that that's a weird assumption to make and that she doesn't know what she's talking about because she doesn't know our neighbor. Rob's never talked to her before and they definitely have a rapport. Leah said that she would be very uncomfortable if a guy with special needs asked her out because she wouldn't know how to safely turn him down. This made Rob very embarrassed. I was offended on his behalf and I told Leah that she was worrying about nothing because no one would want to ask her out because she's mean and judgmental. Leah said that weirdos ask her out all the time and she was just sticking up for women, which I should be doing, but aren't because I'm a gender traitor. I said that wasn't a real thing and she was just a self-righteous runt. Leah stormed off after that. Rob was somewhat stunned by what I said. He said he'd never heard me use that kind of language before. Normally I never talk like that. I think I may have gone overboard. I'm glad I told off Leah, but I'm disappointed in myself for the language I used. Was I a jerk? Should I apologize to Leah for calling her a runt even though I stand behind the rest of what I said? I think very clearly Leah has her own biases as to what's appropriate for somebody with disabilities to do or say, and I think it was really inappropriate for her to say that, and I think OP's totally justified in the way they stood up for Rob in this situation. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend to stop using my life to get petty clout and to live her fantasy somewhere else? I, 17 year old female, have 8 older brothers. Without getting into too much detail, There's a few adoptions and half-siblings in the mix, but I'm close to all of them and while my life can be crazy sometimes, I wouldn't trade them for the world. It's also relevant that I don't have either of my parents in my life and haven't since I was 11. The issue involves my close friend, 17-year-old female, who I've known since we were 4. For about a year now, she's been consistently posting on social media about her best friend's super hot older brothers and the terrible tale of how she ended up in a love triangle with her best friend's brothers. And it's seriously annoying. She's never really had anything to do with my brothers. They know her as my little sister's friend, and nothing more, so I don't really get where this is all coming from. Over the last few weeks, however, it's gotten so much worse. She'll actively tell stories to people at our school about the steamy romance that is her life, and it's bringing me a lot of unwanted attention. I've tried to talk to her about it, but she always says that she. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. She'd never do anything to hurt me, and she's just living her life, which doesn't even make sense. I've mentioned it so many times that I've started to avoid hanging out with her because I know my brothers will come into it and I'll have to ask her to knock it off again. Everything came to a head yesterday. We went out with some friends and four of my brothers dropped us off. When we got inside, half of the girls in the group immediately started talking to my best friend about the good-looking guys in the car and whether those were the hot men she was talking about. I snapped and yelled, Those are my brothers and I swear to God, friend's name. If you don't stop using my life to get petty clout, I'm cutting you off. Quit living your fantasy through me. Do it somewhere else. And left, which I feel like was really harsh and probably could have waited until we were in private. She called me later to tell me she wanted space from our friendship because I became jealous, needy, and controlling ever since she got close with my brothers, which isn't even remotely true. All of my brothers so far have told me to just stop being friends with her, but she's really been important in my life for a long time, and I don't want to ruin what we have. But at the same time, I don't want to keep letting her use my life for her fantasy. Am I the jerk? I just think OP's justified in everything they've done here and how they feel. I don't even really know if, considering all the behaviors and actions shown here, whether or not this person can really even be considered a friend to OP to begin with. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not allowing my friend to invite her boyfriend on a group holiday after he complimented me? I, 28-year-old female, have a friend Lucy who's also 28. We've been friends for about 5 years and she's been dating her boyfriend Harvey for just over a year. Harvey has given me a bad vibe from day one. I find him abrasive and overbearing and while I realize everyone's relationship is different, His idea of what's appropriate to say about his relationship and company really rubs me the wrong way. All of our mutual friends have recognized these things about Harvey, but we all tolerate him for Lucy's sake, and he's formed friendships with some of our boyfriends. I organized a group holiday in June and invited our core friend group plus partners. I'm paying for the travel and accommodation for everyone. Last week, a few of us went out for drinks. The conversation turned to exercise and I made a joke about how I forced myself to go to Pilates so that I can maintain my figure for my boyfriend. Harvey then said something to the effect of me being a dream woman and he wished Lucy would make the effort for him and that I should invite her to Pilates with me. He also made an absolutely vile comment about how flexible I must be. Everyone at our table looked shocked that he would say something like that, except Lucy who just looked embarrassed. I told Harvey that that was extremely rude and a creepy thing to say, but he doubled down and said that he hadn't insulted me and that I should stop being so uptight. The more I thought about it, the more I felt upset by what Harvey said, 
and the less I felt comfortable with seeing him in the future and especially with him coming on the trip. I don't like him, but now I feel like I'll have to be hyper-conscious of his behavior. It might be a slight overreaction, and maybe he didn't mean anything by it. But now, even when I think of him, I just feel slimy. My boyfriend said I shouldn't have to have someone staying with me that creeps me out, and ultimately I agreed. So I called Lucy and said I would really prefer if Harvey didn't come on the trip, in light of the way he'd behaved when I last saw him. Lucy said I was overreacting to what Harvey said. It was a compliment, and in any case, it was just the alcohol talking. She said if he didn't go, she wouldn't be able to go either, and that I just wanted excuse to exclude him because I'd never liked him and I was always judging him. I wasn't budging, and once she realized, she hung up. She's now gone and told everyone in the group that I won't allow him to come, and it split the group pretty evenly. Some of our friends think that it's fair that I don't want him there since I am paying for the trip, while others think it's a bit heavy-handed since it will mean Lucy can't go on the trip either, and if she's not offended by what he said, I shouldn't be either. My boyfriend's really not keen on Harvey coming because they don't have the best relationship, but says that if it's important that Lucy comes, then I should probably just give in. I don't think OP's a jerk for not inviting them. God forbid OP or anybody else feels compelled to normalize this kind of behavior and these kind of inappropriate things to just say to somebody that you don't know like that. The fact that only half of the friend group knows that this guy looked at OP and said, I bet you're pretty flexible too, and didn't see the issue with it is pretty disappointing. This isn't about not liking him, this is about being legitimately creeped out by him. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife she cannot use my kids to fulfill her wish? I, 40 year old male, am married to Claire, 39 year old female. I have two children with my late wife who are 15 and 16. Claire has a grown son in his 20s. My late wife was Meggie and I still love her and always will. She passed when our kids were two and three years old. We had talked about the possibility of it happening because she had a job where she put herself at risk to help others. She's still very much part of our story. When I was ready to date again, I went into it with some basic points that needed to be okay with a potential partner. Those were, I was not looking for a mother for my children, they have a mother and did not want a relationship where they called someone else mom. Yes, we talked about it. Maggie would always be a part of the picture, and any partner of mine had to be okay with that. Maggie would not be forgotten or erased just because I was ready to date. I also didn't want to have more children. When Claire and I met, she told me all of that was good with her because she had a grown son and didn't want to start over, and she respected that I still loved my late wife. She and my kids got along, so I felt good about our relationship. Things were good until last year when my youngest told me Claire had been making them uncomfortable around Mother's Day and that she had requested that my child suggest a change of plans and we do something for her that Mother's Day. Claire was always with her son while the kids and I would visit Maggie's grave, go out for lunch at the diner Maggie and I took them to while she was alive, and we'd chill afterward. Claire wanted us to drop that and never said a thing to me. I brought it up to her, and she told me she felt it was time the kids and I joined her and her son for Mother's Day and embraced the person who is here. I told her she was celebrating with her son, while my kids and I were remembering and honoring their mom. She was very closed off, and I told her we needed to speak to a therapist, because I could see there was more going on. 
It's taken this long, but from February she's been opening up and saying how she does want my kids to view her as a mother, and how she isn't okay with how things are with them seeing her as family but not a parent, and with how much Miggy is still a part of things. She also admitted her relationship with her son is not what she's pretended it to be, and she wanted a chance to have a closer adult relationship with my kids, and to be the mom of an adult she always thought she would be. I told her she couldn't use my kids to fulfill her wish when they're not wanting to be a part of that. She told me if I loved her, I would encourage them to at least try, and I said that to her in a very dismissive way. She told me I was being rude for the sake of rude. Though the therapist agreed with me, Claire still heard about what I said. Am I the jerk? Really, I think this all comes down to the kids. If the kids want to embrace her as a motherly figure, I think in some way it's a bit unfair for OP to try to dictate either which way as long as, you know, Claire's there and in a position to have that role. I definitely don't think that you should have to cancel your Mother's Day plans. And I know there's no, like, Mother's Day connection necessarily to Claire, but it does seem weird that she gets absolutely nothing. I know she's not the mother of the kids and she doesn't have a mom type role, but there is a part of me that feels like it's wrong that she doesn't get any kind of appreciation there, but I don't really know how the dynamic actually is between everybody. I'd like to know what you guys think about this whole situation in the comments. This next story is, am I the jerk for asking my mom to walk me down the aisle instead of my father? I was adopted. From what I could deduce, it was mostly mom's decision. Both adoptee parents have been in my life, both have provided for me, it's just that emotionally mom is more present. To his credit, my father has taken care of me in many ways like a good father does, it's just that we've never been close and he's never felt like a father to me, more like a good family friend. He's had his struggles with depression and alcohol, so he wasn't always present in the formative years as he went in and out of rehab. When he finally came out for good, I was 11, my brother 13, not adopted. They were able to rebuild their relationship and got on spectacularly well while I was left outside. You'd envy them if you could see them. They're like brothers, they're like best friends. I admit this may have left me with some bitterness and may have influenced my decision. Two years ago, I met the love of my life and we agreed to tie the knot just recently. I asked my mom if she could walk me. You should have seen the look on her face pure joy she was over the moon i know mom has her fair share of low self-esteem and doubt so clearly this request made her feel very special news broke out the family heard of it aunts and grandmas who never gave me the time of day are suddenly very invested in our wedding and very angry with me uncles and grandpas who always ignored me suddenly called to tell me they were very disappointed in me The pressures made mom tell me sadly she doesn't want to walk me anymore, and I know she's only saying that because they're mad. An aunt told me regardless of how I feel about my father, nothing takes away the fact that he is my father, and the honor of walking me belongs to him. He may not have been perfect, but he stuck around when he could and provided for me. That's far more than my own good-for-nothing father ever did. I see her point, and coupled with the fact that mom is pulled out, I almost changed my mind. I told my mom that I still want her to walk me, but now I feel like an ungrateful witch. This is honestly kind of disgusting to me and it disappoints me because the way that they said to OP's face, they are your father and the honor of walking you belongs to him, 
I'm sorry, but the decision of who walks who belongs to the person being walked. Some weird possessive language going on there. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my stepdaughter's mom to pack her lunch? I have a 14 year old stepdaughter. I first met her when she was 10. We got along very well from the moment that we met and I love her just as much as I love my own daughter, two year old female. Even though her school provides lunch, the food is terrible, so I pack her lunch every day. It also helps us bond as she sometimes helps me cook for her lunch and we like to make and try new foods. She spends one week with us and one week with her mom, and recently she's been complaining that her mom forces her to eat the school's lunch. I tried talking to her mom and told her how much she hates the school lunch and suggested she should do what we do. She suddenly got mad and started to angrily tell me that I have no idea how hard it is to be a single mom of three kids. And unlike me who is a gold digger who doesn't even work, she doesn't have extra time to spend on making lunch. I got mad and told her that even though I have a toddler, I managed to be a good mom to my stepdaughter, so she needs to stop making excuses for being a crappy mom. She called me a jerk, and many other names, and ended the call. I just think OP doesn't have any right to expect her to make those lunches. I think it's one thing if they like suggested it, but to say like, hey can you do this? I just think that's unreasonable. I know school lunches sometimes aren't really the best, especially compared to a lovingly handmade lunch, but in theory, at least to governmental standards, they should be good enough. This next story is, am I the jerk for calling my fiance's best friend a creepy stalker and disinviting her from our wedding? I, 37 year old male, am getting married next month. My fiance Nick, names changed for privacy, 38 year old male, has a friend, we'll call her Juliet, who has never liked me. I've tried many times to get to know her, but she always treats me coldly. Well, here's the issue. I have a troubled past, and at one point I was a sex worker. It wasn't an ideal job, but it financially got me through some hard times. I was open about my past to my fiancé, and he's been nothing but understanding. His friend has done her best to repeatedly interfere in our wedding plans. Two days ago, she outed my past to my fiancé's family. I never told them because it wasn't their business. His dad and younger half-brother took issue with it, but his mom and sister don't care. I went off on her. I told her that I've done nothing but extend the olive branch repeatedly, and all she's done is spit on my efforts. I announced that she was banned from the wedding and reception. My fiancé supports me and he's furious with her. His dad and brother, however, have said that if she isn't invited, then they refuse to come. Nick told them that he stands by my choice, but his dad called me a bit ago and told me I'm being a selfish jerk and that I should just suck it up and tolerate her. Yeah, I'm furious, but now I'm second-guessing myself. Reddit, am I the jerk? I don't really understand why the dad and brother of OP's fiancé are so insistent that they're not going to come if she isn't invited. Like, is Juliet like a huge family friend to them too? She very clearly has a terrible bias, treats OP terribly. I'm just sad that not enough people support OP here. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 